I love wine, but sometimes it can get really expensive, which is why I'm so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines. If you don't know, they're a Napa-based online wine shop with a twist. They offer just one hand-picked wine per day until it sells out, which is often in hours. So new day, new wine, always at incredible prices. We're talking 30 to 70% off retail. And the best part is that there's no subscriptions, no fees, and no minimum purchase. Just a daily email with a really great wine. They're offering Datable listeners 10% off your first order with code Datable. And now is such a great time to join as their marathon sale is coming up on March 28th and 29th. They flip that one-day rule on its head and offer back-to-back deals, which means that wines are only up on the site for a couple minutes at a time and shipping is 100% free. They send us a mini marathon package of some of their favorites and let me tell you, they were delicious. Sign up at lastbottlewines.com and use the code DATABLE and find out why Last Bottle is the most fun way to discover and buy amazing wine. We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. Hi, I'm Yui Shu. And I'm Julie Kraftchik. We're active daters turned dating sociologists. Here to dive into everything modern dating and relationships. Welcome to the Dateable Podcast. Hey, got a burning dating question? Well, you and Julie are to your rescue with Brunch Talk, (laughs) where we answer your dire dating questions that you may have, and we'll answer them to the best of our ability. You're in the right place, though, because we got a good one today. One that I think hits in different ways for people. So I'm excited about this one. And what is this question, Julie, so excited about? The question is, <laughs> what should you do when your partner prioritizes their family over you? More context. I've been struggling with my partner because he always chooses his son over me instead of finding some middle ground. It's been causing a huge rift in our relationship. What do I do? I've been trying to develop a thick skin and not let his son bother me, but I'm running out of other ideas. Yes. Okay. The language that you're using is he's choosing his son over you. Like he is intentionally shooing you away to spend time with the son. I'm not sure if that is the case, but that is how you're interpreting what is happening. My first inclination is to say, 
Can you verify that with your partner? Is he intentionally taking time away from you to give more time to his son? That's first and foremost to clarify. And the second thing I would think about doing is establishing some sort of expectations, because it sounds like you went into this without any expectations. And he's going on with his life how he thinks it should go. And you are putting some sort of expectations on him that he's not meeting. So if he's not aware of your expectations, then how is he supposed to meet them? I mean, I'm going to give my perspective. I have not been in this situation or have a child, but we've definitely talked to a lot of parents in our Facebook community. And my understanding, totally valid, it's like your kids do come first a lot of times. Yeah, Doesn't mean that your relationship isn't valid. But I think as parents, you have to prioritize your children. Like it's not like a choice that's being made between the two. So how do you start to accept that like this relationship with someone with children, you're not going to get 100% of their time at all times. How do you do that in a way that works for the whole dynamic with everyone? And I'm kind of like sensing this, like, I'm not getting along well with the children too from this. Mm. And the question I would have too, is it because the expectation is that they're with me all the time and we're doing our life together and there's this like added choose me or choose the children? Is that the issue or is it that genuinely you don't get along? And I think if that's the case, like you do need to talk to your partner be like, I want to be part of your life. I want to be part of your family. Like, how do we mend this? Like, how do we make this work with your children and with me and like do it as a partnership, the two of you, not just like, do you choose me or the children? Because that just seems like it's going to go south real fast. What you don't want to do is fight it. This is not a war. It's not you against the kids. It's not you against the family. It's how do we as a unit work towards some sort of resolution? And it sounds like you're biting your tongue, you're trying to hold out, you're trying to just avoid any sort of conflict. And you know that's not going to end well because it will combust. So think about Mm -hmm. how can you work together as a unit to move forward? Because guess what? Kids are going to be in your life forever if you're with this person. (laughs) They're not just here for a season. (laughs) They're here for a lifetime. And in fact, they get more vocal as they get older. So why not address it now while you can before it gets too out of hand? You know, this question's interesting because clearly this one has a children angle, Mm -hmm. but I've actually heard this with family members too, like mothers or other like parts of the family that just demand a lot from a partner. And I think like, look, we're never going to be someone's entire world. I think that's not realistic either. Like you want them to have relationships with other loved ones. But I think where this becomes like a point of contention is when it feels like they're not treating you like your family, like they're treating other people and you're just the outsider. Again, we don't know what's happening in this specific situation, but maybe there's a feeling of that. And I think understanding the actual need and what it is that's bothering you, like, is it that you feel like, you know, they're the family and you're just over here, like on the Mm -hmm. sidelines and you're Mm -hmm. not part of it. And you really desire that you and your partner are a unit and you're like working together and that's not happening. That's a different conversation too. So getting clear of like what it actually is. Also, I think that helps like 
come to a solution more of. It's just like, oh, you spend a lot of time with your family or you spend too much time mm-hmm. with your kids and not enough with me. Like they're just going to get defensive and be like, why can't you appreciate that? I like to talk to my mom or be with my son. Like that doesn't feel like that's like a constructive conversation. But if you can pinpoint like this is what it is that's actually like making me not feel as close to you or in this relationship as much, then you can start to have healthy dialogue. Can you distinguish between is it time or is it a feeling? Is it time meaning, oh, every Saturday he's with his son and I wish we could spend Saturdays together? Or is it a feeling where you are constantly being rejected by your partner for any of your invites to do something? And he's like, no, I'm spending that time with my son. There's a difference because if it's time, that's easy. Then you can look at your schedule. Let's devote two or three days a week where it's devoted to me. And then the other time I know you're spending with your son or your friends, whatever, however you want to allocate, that's easy. But if it's a feeling, it's the way that your partner is delivering that news that they're spending the time with their son, that's not making you feel like you're being prioritized or that your needs are being met. So can you distinguish the two, which is back to your point, Julie, is pinpoint exactly what is bothering you yeah, and then address that issue. But make sure you can distinguish the two because one is easily addressed and the other is more of a feeling like how they're delivering the information. I want to go into like how you even start these convos. But before we do, let's hear a message from our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by Via. We all know there are things that can help set the mood in the bedroom, but did you know a little THC could also do that? Yes, Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. This gummy, wow, it will awaken your senses, increase blood flow, and intensify any sexual experience. I've been pleasantly surprised by the High Love gummies because it is just the right amount of THC for me to have a good time without feeling sleepy. And hey, if THC is not your thing, Via also offers a wide array of other gummies without it. And everything legally ships in 50 states with discreet packaging directly to your door. So if you're over 21, you can get 15% off and a free pack of award-winning Dreams THC plus CBN sleep gummies with our exclusive code DATABLE at ViaHemp.com. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to ViaHemp.com and use the code DATABLE to receive 15% off and one free sample of their sleepy dream gummies. That's ViaHemp.com and use the code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from ViaHemp. This episode is made possible by Armoire. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out. Listen, I live in Southern California. There is absolutely no need for puffer coats or any sort of those winter jackets. But when I travel anywhere else in the world in these cold months, I'm 
often burdened with the task of getting winter clothes. And now with Armoire, I can just rent my winter wardrobe. It's brilliant. Right now, our listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash datable. That is armoire.style, spelled A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. We are so excited to share with you our new podcast, Exit Interview. Dates don't usually end with a satisfaction survey, and yet we rate everything in our lives, from Uber drivers to local coffee shops. So why don't we do the same thing when dating? We're here to conduct the ultimate romance review, featuring daters hungry for love who have agreed to call up old flames to gather honest feedback. Welcome to Exit Interview. He upgraded himself to business class while I was in economy. (laughs) Wait, wow. What? There's feedback that will make you cringe. She could be a little bit hard-headed, like not reading the writing on the wall. And feedback that will make you swoon. When she said that she had feelings for you. I had no idea. Really? And maybe you'll learn a thing or two yourself about how you can be a better dater, lover, or partner. Obviously, like, knew I was going to learn something. I didn't expect this. Welcome to Exit Interview. Listen to Exit Interview on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so let's say you're like, okay, I'm feeling this now. I think it's coming from the sense that I feel like more of an outsider or I feel like this person isn't in it with me. How do you start to address that with them? Yeah, and I think it goes, always start with what you enjoy about your partner. And the reason why you're bringing this Mm -hmm. up is because you enjoy being around your partner so much. So start with, right. (laughs) I so love spending time with you. I feel like I can't get enough of you. Sometimes I get the feeling that you would prefer to spend time with your family, or I get the feeling that I'm kind of separate from your priorities with your family. And again, I would love to spend more time with you and get to be part of your life more. So how can we work towards that? Yeah, no, I think that's totally valid. That's so much different than being like, you spend all your time with your mom or you spend all your time with your son. Like, it's just such a different conversation. And I think too, like even just being like, I love our partnership. X, Y, and Z is great about it. Like when we are, you know, with our families, I want to feel like you're my partner. Like, I don't want to feel like it's my family versus you or you against me, like all Mm. this. Like, I want to feel united. How can we like approach this dynamic different when it's different than just the two of us, for example? Like, I think just problem solving together is a good strategy in addition to sharing what you want. It's such a collaborative conversation. How wonderful is that? Then you're bringing them into the problem solving versus being like, you're the problem. Now you figure it out what to do. No, it's like, this is our problem. Or your son's the problem. Oh, that's even worse. Then you'll be definitely ostracized 
guys forever. But yeah, it's like, how do we bring in everybody into the conversation and make this a collaborative effort to move forward? The key words here are moving forward instead of ruminating, mm-hmm. avoiding. You don't want any of that. No. And I think finding a solution, you have to, because ultimately, like whatever family your partner has, like it might not be children, it could just be anyone, but like you don't want to take that away from them either. Like that's been something that's been with them. I mean, first of all, if you did, that would just be unhealthy, but also they're going to be resentful too. If like all of a sudden they can't talk to their mom anymore, like that's really kind of messed up when you think about it. So how do you find a solution that doesn't cut them from? family, but also gets your needs met. That's what you need to figure out. And how can you do it in a way that maybe you actually enjoy all being together more and you don't look at it as an us against them situation? Yes, it's not about splitting time. It's about sharing time. It's a little different. Yeah. So sometimes you can share that time together or away from each other. My friend who is dating someone with two grown daughters and an ex-wife said it best. You just have to fully embrace them. (laughs) Yeah, you do. You do. Fully embrace them. It's not like, oh, this will end at some point or this is just a phase. It's not a phase. Guess what? It's not a phase. Fully embrace them and immerse them into your life as much as you can because the beginning stages of all of that will be much easier than if you were to do it a few years down the line when resentment's already built up. So do it early. Get to the problem early and you'll save yourself a ton of headache down the line. Yeah. I mean, people always say when you get married, right, like you're not just marrying the person, you're Mm. marrying the family. And of course, that varies depending on how close by and proximity this family is. And is it like their, you know, extended family or kids that are there today? So there's differences. But regardless of what it is, you have to accept all the people that are coming to the table and building a life together and figure out how to make it work. Exactly. Great question. I'm sure very relatable for many people. Yeah. Very relatable for our age range, Julie. <laughs> what are you totally. dating right now? <laughs> and then just also uh, like a side thing too. It's like if this person's not willing to make it work with you, oh, then that's yeah. also information too, right? Yes. Like, or maybe you decide like I don't want to date someone with kids. Like that's also possible yes. and not not valid, right? Like if that's the way it is. But yeah, I think having the conversation you. You can't figure it out until you at least try to work through it. Gather that information. Thanks again for that question. And for anybody else, send us your questions. You can email us hello at datablepodcast.com. You can DM us on social media like Instagram at datablepodcast is the username. Or you can leave us a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars first. And then in the body of the review, you can <laughs> ask us your question there. And then we'll make you a VIP and answer your question as fast as possible. And make sure to subscribe so you get everything delivered to you as soon as it goes out. Brunch time and then our long form podcast that goes out every Wednesday. We'll be back next week. See you next week. The Dateable Podcast is part of the Frolic Media Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Dateable Podcast and visit datablepodcast.com for access to all the episodes and our premium programs. Also, make sure to subscribe today if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform so you are the first to get all the latest episodes. And most importantly, stay dateable.
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.